0: Well, hello. Howdy. <laughs> it's like they can't see you strategically grasping your cup of hot chocolate.
1: I was grimace smiling. It was listen, hot and they chocolate. And I couldn't see that either. brings out yeah. joy in me. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's in a Halloween themed mug.
0: That's so true. I love it when it's at like a sporting event, like a football game. It's like not great hot chocolate, but it's like outside and it's cold have you attended i don't think i've
1: ever been to a football game because you're
0: you're in texas (laughs) that's
1: so unfortunate the only sporting event i've been Mm. to that's cold other than like hockey which in texas is not frequent is uh like baseball if you go early enough the great cultural divide that's
0: so sad because cold football games are so nice they're chilly then dang <laughs> i just didn't anticipate you not have, having i mean i guess
1: they got well no they they get that that's a lie high school football games yeah, high school okay
0: i'm at i haven't been to like any major
1: like i mean i assume enough. they i don't know what like the college foot. i didn't care about mm. sports in college i, I think I went my to a few football games but not
0: Right. Yeah, we were like D three, and it wasn't great. Um, it was definitely chilly because I mean, anytime starting from like October, like fall, sports would get chilly.
1: Okay, so I take it back. It was cold, but not hot chocolate level cold. <laughs> uh, by the by, by I mean, it got pretty late into the season. Mm-hmm.
0: But so I recommend to the hotter part
1: of the yeah. That's unfortunate. Season where it was too hot to wear our marching band uniforms hot
0: football does not compute it just doesn't sound right i mean it happens obviously like it was like it's now only football game
1: i remember going to is like hot
0: ick me no like the hot (laughs) at this moment in time well it's finally fall me
1: no like the hot ever but here we are so true You would not believe the joy I have experienced at it being like seventy-five degrees outside.
0: I could imagine. I could imagine because it's finally now like we've had like frost alerts and everything. I'm like, hit me. (laughs) I know it. It it literally went from ninety degrees to fifty overnight, and then now we're at frost alerts. So,
1: oh, just dropped a like high of seventy-four, and I was like, yes.
0: I mean, that's what. Honestly, I would love it to be, like, 65, 70 for a while, but that's not going to happen. Like, it was, like, actually cold the other day, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Ew. I may have girl boss too close to the sun <laughs> or too far from the sun. Yeah. And then it's like you want to not break out your big jacket, so then you're in, like, a sweatshirt. And that's not warm enough, but then sometimes it's, like, hot in the day but then cold in the morning so you're like sweatshirt shorts it's a whole
1: that's that's when layering kicks in yeah big fan of layering (laughs) because texas isn't really good with cold weather but when it does start to get cold it will be hot in the afternoon Um, you will be so cold in the morning and Mm -hmm. you're like oh no
0: yeah, or, like, all the store sto- oh stores will have, like, the heat cranked, so then you wear your cute, like, cold winter outfit to, like, go shopping or whatever, and then you walk in you're like, I am 99 degrees. <laughs> and it doesn't feel great. Then you have to, like, deal with your heavy coat. Mm. Weather. So fun. Well, I don't have a transition... But, um, nope. Yeah, there's nothing really, they don't, I don't quite know how to.
1: Welcome to Romance Your TBR, we do non-sequiturs exclusively.
0: <laughs> yes, we do. I am Hannah.
1: And I am Caroline. Hell and yeah. we haven't introduced ourselves in <laughs> no. so many episodes. <laughs> no. No, that's fine. That's
0: cool. But, you that's you quirky of us. our
1: four listeners know who we they are they know who we are yeah and that's what counts
0: exactly and if you're new well you picked an episode <laughs> you sure did
1: you picked an episode
0: because i mean we th- we agree today we both oh yeah. enjoyed this book but what a wild book
1: <laughs> i this is a book that like if somebody reads it and they're like I really hated that. I'm like, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I agree. I'm not gonna argue with you, cause you yeah. either are like, wow, this is so on brand for my like humor and sense of enjoyment, mm-hmm. or you're like, that was weird. And I don't I judge know. anybody who
0: does feel that way. And there are so many angry reviews of this book. It honestly, you know, I can read them with a smile because they're funny. But I'm also just like Ghouls who get it get it. Ghouls who don't, don't.
1: That's so true. I will <laughs> also say, uh the title, mm. cover, general vibe of the description, do give enough <laughs> that if you're like yeah. angry finishing it, I'm like, what did you expect this book yeah. to be like?
0: Yeah, I so much agree. Before we get any farther, <laughs> we are reading Angelica Frankenstein makes her match by sally thorne Ooh, i read it last year around a campfire that was a great vibe <laughs> weather it was like getting cool at night it's like in the summer you know yeah speaking Ooh, of no weather
1: I um i so i had read this one last year also mm-hmm. this is a reread for both of us mm-hmm. but this time i was like i should reread frankenstein
0: i saw before... that i was like oh i know what she's doing
1: reading Angelica italian mm-hmm. because like i read it in high school but that was many mm-hmm. years ago and also like things i read in high school i don't remember i my yeah. brain wasn't fully developed i was just no. regurgitating what the english teacher said i don't know so i remembered very little of the plot um mm-hmm. by the way if you have an audible subscription it's free uh dan yes. stevens narrates it nice. and low-key like i still don't love the book just mm-hmm. in inter- like sometimes it just got boring and i was like mary shelley i That's respect heard you, about dracula but like, oh i never fi- i couldn't get through dracula yeah. because it got really boring and i was mm-hmm. like maybe i'll get there's an, an audible version of uh that one with mm-hmm. alan cummings and tim curry oh, and some other oh
0: folks. well if tim curry is narrating ooh, I <laughs> so love maybe him. we'll give dracula a
1: try <laughs> i love um, him so much yeah, it's like Ugh. a big cast of narrators. So oh, I might that sounds fun. I might go back cuz listening to Frankenstein, I was like, I wonder if I had mm-hmm. figured out audiobooks in high school, what those yeah. English classes would have been like. Um anyway, I mentioned this because number 1 not a lot of I was thinking maybe she was like playing on things from the text in this one that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. No. There's yeah. almost no similarities. They're in England. That's not the case in Frankenstein. Their parents really? are both dead. Yeah, they're in uh is it Germany somewhere like like Switzerland, Germany. Switzerland. They move around. He's gotcha. in they're in like Germany for part of it. Mm-hmm. He ends up in Ireland at one point. Whatever. Uh the framing device technically is in like the Arctic. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, like literally no part of this is accurate to the actual frankenstein yeah. and i mean she does play on it because you get to the end with mary I like, oh, that. My, we'll get there mm-hmm. um yeah and so it's and I mean, clearly not supposed to be that but i bring this up because um the romantics fucking love nature and yeah. weather is like a huge thing in that book oh. nature and weather Because Victor's always going off when he's going crazy and then like nature will bring him back to himself. And he likes to go to the frozen mountains because according to Sparknotes analysis, (laughs) that's where he goes to like freeze his guilt. Whereas the creature prefers like springtime because he wants the warmth and like sunlight. There was just a lot. And there were a lot of just like, let's go talk about the beauty of nature. And I was like, fair enough i feel like we're doing this a lot but i mean <laughs> yeah. can't argue with that
0: they were going to the lakes so where all the poets went to die they still belong
1: <laughs> they did in fact go to a well maybe it wasn't the lake he gets no there's a, there's a lake for a big chunk of it he he goes out and floats on the lake at night <laughs> Just what to a feel book. something. Uh, Honestly, okay. You know, I can get behind that. Except for well, muskies then he gets... that could maybe bite you, and I
0: wouldn't like that. They like the night. Oh, my. Yeah, big fish. Oh, well, you're in a boat, so. Uh, yes. I guess. Don't, I don't know why I was picturing him just, like,
1: in the lake, like, floating. No, he was in a boat. He was <laughs> in a boat like, on okay. the lake. Okay, that, that makes, makes a lot, lot more sense. sense. He takes a boat out. And then at one point, Got he does you. take a boat out, to sink all the pieces of the female oh. Frankenstein monster oh. he was making. Because the creature has those chapters where he's like, I am miserable and eloquent. Make me a mate. <laughs> <laughs> Direct quote. Uh, I have never, I've never read the book. My only two, oh! like,
0: Frank. no, oh no. We didn't, my English in high school, we didn't do a lot of classic. I you had read it, English major. N- no, um, it never actually came up in my college curriculums.
1: All right, let's That's back up and give a brief overview of Frankenstein in case other folks haven't read Frankenstein. Yeah, all I know Even is I from Zoom
0: through this Wizards of Waverly Place. I think I don't,
1: and the few Frankenstein movies I've seen, and the Scooby Doo Frankenstein. Okay, so you can rely on none of those because you no. think to yourself, "I know what Frankenstein's about," and then you read it, and it's like a story within a story within a story because you're reading letters from this guy who's like on an Arctic expedition to his sister, um, and they see this giant figure on like a sled being pulled by huskies in the night and it disappears. And then the next day they come upon a sled on like a floating ice, you know, chunk of ice. And like most of the dogs are dead and the guy is half dead, but it's a different guy. It's not the like eight foot guy they saw before. It's a Uh different guy. And eventually he tells his story. So it's this guy writing letters to his sister, recording the letter. I mean, recording what Victor Frankenstein is telling him about his life. And then also telling us what the creature says at one point. So there's a lot of storytelling going on. So was Victor Frankenstein the half-dead one with his dogs? Yeah. So they bring Victor onto the boat and he's like, beware, you are also a guy in search of knowledge. (laughs) Learn from me and don't follow this tragic fate. And then he proceeds to launch into like a really long detailed explanation of his life and his parents uh, and how his mom's dad died and his dad rhett like took her in but then he married her and they were so in love but they were helping people and it depends on the version cuz in the original version Elizabeth is his cousin but in the revised version she's like oh. a random orphan that they take in who's from noble parents but she's been stuck with this poor fan it's a whole thing they bring her did, in
0: did mary shelley revise it or did someone just have the no, idea no i think mary shelley revised it okay i was like so um, someone just randomly
1: revised no i don't think okay. anybody I mean I don't know. I that's why I was like that's a lot but of I'm pretty sure it was heritage. Okay, that makes more sense. Anyway, and then he has these other siblings and he grows and this best friend, he's important later and he grows up really into the natural sciences, but he's reading like crack scientists. That's not true. Like really old <laughs> natural scientists who have been like very much disproven. And yeah. Then he goes to co- well, and then his mom dies. Then he goes mm-hmm. to college. And at college, he gets really into natural science and mathematics and chemistry, and he has these great professors. And he launches into his studies, and he gets super into it. And he figures out the secret of life, and then Absolutely. he sets about to, you know, create or animate a being. Um, and he succeeds, and it opens his eyes, and he is so horrified. Like he's the so college, <laughs> the college to grave robbing
0: to animating corpses pipeline is strong. I've felt compelled. Well, in Augustus
1: Everett's case, it was no, just kidding. He was a grave digger to college (laughs) pipeline. Um, Yeah, we've all been there. So he reanimates this sewn together corpse. He realizes his folly because he's absolutely disgusted and horrified. He's like, oh, no, what have I done? He runs into his other room, tries to go to sleep, which is so relatable, by the way, to just immediately be like, I'm going to go to bed.
0: That's Um, actually so true.
1: He wakes up, the creature is in his room, he freaks out, he just goes and wanders around the town at night, boom, his best friend is there. His best friend wasn't allowed to come to college with him because of his dad, that's a whole thing, but now he's here and he's going to college. He doesn't tell his best friend what's going on. Um, But they make it back to his apartment and the creature is gone. And then he falls into, like, an intense feverish sickness for months, as you do. And his friend nurses him through it. And then he's like, hey, your family really wants you to come home. He's like, bet. It's been years. I'll go home. Then he gets a letter. Turns out his youngest brother has been murdered. His youngest brother has been strangled in the woods. Mm. He makes it home. It turns out this well, this girl that she like came to live with the family because her mom hated her. But then all the mom's other kids died, so she called her back home. It was a whole thing. But now she's back living with the family again. So she's like a very close. She was raised kind of with these kids. Mm -hmm. She was found with this uh, portrait of the mother that the brother who'd been murdered had on him at the time. So she's Mm -hmm. been accused of his murder, which is wild. Because Elizabeth, you know, the cousin that that he's supposed to marry, Mm -hmm. is like, no way was it her. Victor goes out to see where they found the body, comes face to face with the monster. He knows full well this dude murdered this (laughs) kid. Does he say anything at the trial? No. She's hanged for the murder of this kid. Victor is like, oh, I'm so filled with guilt. And he was supposed to marry. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no, no, no. This is a different girl. He's supposed to marry Elizabeth. Okay, so that's not Justine is the one that was accused of. Okay. The murder and is hanged, even though she definitely didn't do it. <laughs> I where does the story even go from there? I Truly, know. I don't remember. Um, he's racked with guilt. The creature shows up at random times. Oh, he felt he feels so terrible that his father is like, "We got to get you out of here." So they go hang out at their like vacation estate. This is where he boats out onto a lake a lot. He uh-huh. runs into the monster. The monster is now eloquent. He is like, "Oh my great creator." Not great. Oh, my creator, how could you have created me and abandoned me thus? I am miserable. I am lonely. Come with me to my cave where I will tell you of my life thus far. And then you get his story where basically he like runs off into the woods and every time he comes upon people, they freak out because he's terrifying. So he goes and hides in a hovel that's like attached to this little poor family's house and like watches through a crack in the wall for months and, like, learns their whole family history, which is a whole thing because they're, like, exiled from France. And then there's this Turkish girl who they helped her father escape from pritz So that's, like, a whole other side <laughs> story. He learns to read and speak um, because they were teaching her English. So he learns um. how to speak English. He learns world history. He steals some books and reads them. So he's constantly referencing Paradise Lost. Like, he talks about how he is both Adam and Satan in that. this scenario. <laughs> well, there you go. So so you and the creature have something in common. Anyway, then he's like, maybe if I go talk to these guys, like, the dad is blind. Maybe they'll be nice to me because he just, like, craves kindness. Hmm. Um, They don't. They aren't nice like- and they freak out. Didn't anticipate that. They move out of the house. He yeah. burns it down. He's very upset. Well, I can't he swears blame him. vengeance on all of mankind. He, should. he murders that kid. Actually, he might have murdered the kid before. No, I don't think so because he finds out that he's related to Frankenstein. So he's like, well, got to kill you. <laughs> he puts the picture from the kid on the girl. Oh. He finds her sleeping in a barn and just like gives her that. Not really sure why, but he does. Gets her hanged for murder. And then he's like, anyway, I told you this whole story and how miserable I am so that you will make me a female. Because I will not be evil and vengeful and lonely and murder people if I have a mate, because we can love each other, and I will just take her to South America with me, and we will go live in uh, uh, by ourselves. And Victor Frankenstein is like, I will not be making another one of you. You are a monstrosity, and I hate you. And he's like, Father, why have you abandoned me? And he's like, no, you, you gotta make me a wife, because then I can leave. And Victor's like, you know what? Fine, I will make you a I mean, a wife. I would've, Yeah. So then he goes off with his friend Henry, the one that was at university with him, because he's got to go talk to some other scientists about some revolutionary new research that he needs to build this wife. Oh, also, he's going to marry Elizabeth when he gets back. Mm. So he goes off to do this. He feels really guilty about it because he doesn't want to, but he's like, oh, I must. He goes off. He starts to build her. Um, and then when he's part of the way done, he looks up in the monster's been like, he followed him all the way to like Scotland or wherever he was. And he was like watching him through the window. Uh, and then he realizes he can't go through with this because what if she is just as evil as he is and she didn't agree to go off to South America. So what if she just like unleashes herself on mankind? Like what would happen then? And he's like, oh, I can't. So he like tears it apart. And then the monster is like, I will be with you on your wedding night and disappears into the oh. woods because he's super fast and scary. Uh, and then he rows out into the ocean and like drops all the body parts and stuff in the water because he's intending to leave with his friend and then he gets stuck in these winds and he gets blown onto Ireland's shores and the Irish people are like what's up my guy you gotta go talk to the magistrate because somebody was murdered here last night and we're pretty sure it was you and he's like I just got here so he goes and they suspect him and they're like here's the body guess who it is it's the best friend so he falls into yet more months of feverish sickness Upon finding the monster has murdered his best friend. Eventually, his dad comes and gets him and takes him home. He marries Elizabeth. Guess who gets murdered on their wedding night? It's Elizabeth by the monster. And now Victor is wandering around trying to confront the monster to kill it. Also, his dad died. Huh. He technically has one more brother. We never talk about the other brother again. So now he's wandering around. He followed him all the way up into the Arctic. Hence, he ended up on this boat. Then he dies. Victor just dies. Um, mm, he's wow. like, hey, my guy, um, if I die, I need you to take this monster out. Don't listen to him, he's very eloquent and will make you feel bad for him, but he's evil, and then he dies. And then the guy comes in, and the monster is, like, lamenting over the corpse, and then he's like, don't worry about it, I'm gonna go build myself a funeral pyre. And that'll be the end of that, and then he disappears into the ice. The Monster? Yeah. He goes to go throw himself on a pyre. Wow, so- the natural conclusion there is your crash course uh spark notes frankenstein there is a lot of very long monologues in there and discussions about nature and mankind and humanity and what it is to be a monster who has no connection to humanity or any other being who is not afraid of him there are all of these discussions about like he rescued a little girl from drowning in the stream and the person she was with, like, shot him because he thought he was attacking the girl. And so he's like, why am I condemned when all I did was help, like, all these things. Interesting. However, not even a little bit connected, really, to Angelica Frankenstein, except that it's like they put people back together and reanimate them. And have names,
0: Victor, and then there's Elizabeth. And yeah,
1: let's Well, and then I do think the the Adam, Adam would be the name. Like that's a nod to him in the that's original right. referencing how he is Adam but also Satan.
0: <laughs> how he is Adam but also Satan.
1: Well, that's his whole thing. <laughs> that's just a good line. He
0: was Adam but also Satan. Have they ever made a Frankenstein musical because that just very much sounds like it lends itself to like very dramatic singing <laughs> about being a monster among
1: humans. <laughs> like I don't know of it, but I wouldn't right? be surprised. I'd be
0: surprised if it didn't exist, honestly. a new
1: musical. When? <laughs> but when was this? Premiered 2007. Yeah, that tracks.
0: 2007, crazy times. <laughs> that was nine. <laughs> wow. I'm trying to find um, The
1: Creature's Tale, parts one, two, and three. There's one song called Why. On <laughs> Right? That kind of... Yeah, that fits the vibe. Why? Yeah, this this, this makes sense. Uh, well, it's got to be a depressing musical. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Damn. Well, I think Sally Thorne said this was kind of like fan fiction. Oh, yeah. So, like, that. And then I know she was very big on being like... This is not Frankenstein. This is not a retelling. Yeah. <laughs> like, do not criticize this on the basis of this not being Frankenstein. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And I, it was not.
0: No. Uh, it does not sound like it. It sounds like um, I'm probably just good having listened to your Spark Notes version. Because not honestly, you that was very compelling. Yeah. You compelled me, but I don't think the rest, like, I don't think the Friends, monologues of nature. Five minute <laughs> like,
1: Frankenstein. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think I need any more. But I enjoyed what I got. Um but I do want more of Angelica Frankenstein and I will be so angry if people being upset about a fun book makes it not happen because Sally is like, I will write a second one if people want it. And I'm like, Sally, I'm people. I want it. A second um, one of, of this. Like she'd write it in the same world.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. So it's like she's she was like open and willing, but I don't know how the perception was, like, critical. Um, besides Goodreads, because Goodreads is flawed. <laughs> um, the Kindle rating was very high, so that made me happy. So I'm like, maybe. Um, but I would love more in this world, because Sally Thorne writing historical is just something I didn't know would ever exist. And it was so weird. She's so weird. It's so, It tracks so much. Like, all of her books are just weird but this one obviously was the weirdest but like it's so her and i'm just like wow <laughs> that makes a lot of sense because <laughs> she has um she has like a giant or i suppose miniature i don't really know um dollhouse and it's blackthorn manor which is the manor in the book that's how the book was started was from the the dollhouse that she had and then i think um during COVID quarantine, she was spending a lot of time with the dollhouse, and I was like, "Why don't I just write a really banging book about this dollhouse?" And I was like, "Yeah, why don't you?" <laughs> and she did. I just also the narrator. Before we say anything about the actual plot, I loved the narrator. I thought she was great. Um, just a fantastic story. The pacing was so weird, but I was like for it. Nothing in that book. <laughs> Did I anticipate?
1: Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true and relatable.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I and then I was like sobbing when I first read it, and it still makes me emo. And I'm just like, I didn't anticipate that either. <laughs> I was like, what? Mm.
1: what yeah, it did make me. It did make me tear up. Yeah, there's the one. I think it's when Angelica is like okay we gotta let him go i was like, yeah hoo, 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 hoo. yeah
0: and it's i think it's like the found family a lot of times like gets me and like she obviously had her original family but like um i think like recognizing
1: no, but the original some of the family servants pissed me off too much
0: you didn't like them
1: No, no no here's the thing I can see, like, a certain level of Angelica being, you know, kind of spoiled, not always thinking Mm -hmm. about other people, but she was never – at no point was I like, yeah, they're right, like, she's super spoiled and needs to get – she just had to kind of learn to, like, look at – little, be Mm -hmm. a little bit less selfish, but she was never, like – No, I agree. No, I enjoyed her
0: transition from, like –
1: Yeah. A little bit less selfish, but but, yeah. But I was like, Mary, what is going on here? I mean, Mary, I think, of anybody, is the only one who really has room to talk because she's stuck, like, yeah buckets of water Mm -hmm. around but even so I was like okay a little harsh a little like I always knew you were heartless that seems like a lot and then there's the part where she's upset anyway and then she comes in and has found Lizzie replacing her as Victor's Mm. assistant and is upset and she's like I gotta get out of here and Victor's like oh she's just looking for attention like always I was like Victor the audacity completely unfounded I don't know where you're getting this so that made me mad
0: Because I think Victor is supposed to be, like, likable, but also extremely unlikable.
1: Sure. Which, like, the OG Victor Frankenstein, the worst. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: because I I never, like, disliked him, but I was definitely, like, on Angelica's side throughout the book. You know? Like, I had fun with it. Like, I enjoyed what his character, like, did because other things happened. Um, But I was definitely on Angelica's side.
1: No, I didn't dislike Victor. Mm -hmm. He was the worst at times but <laughs> he was funny so it was like, like okay. any older brother yeah it, but it just the sheer amount of like shit that angelica got for not she a did. lot i was like why are we attacking this girl she and she really <laughs> felt unlovable
0: Ugh. poor girl but then
1: it needed somebody to be obsessed with her
0: well and she made she
1: him <laughs> was very open to that
0: she was so open. There's um, a
1: line. I wrote down a different quote from, like, every time I read this book now, there's going to be something else that sticks with me. Um, because he asks her at one point, what is your ambition beyond spending money and pursuing the goal of being adored? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm Angelica Frankenstein. Like yep. Those are my ambitions, spending yep. money and being adored. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. The other one that gets me, and there's a part, and this has stuck with me since the first time, it's still my favorite quote, is she goes, my, uh, it's my problem. (laughs) No, my crime, in addition to body snatching, is being lonely. (laughs) (laughs) In addition to body snatching. It takes me out. Uh... That's, yeah, the vibe. So, That's the best quote I could give to explain the vibes of this book.
0: Honestly, because she's so lonely. And it's so sad. And you're just like, oh, go create your own faded God. husband. Go do that. Go chop up some bodies and oh, do no. that. And she did. Yeah, I mean, people were so angry that she gave him... A different body than his. And I was, like, I was, like, sad for him. I was, like, oh, that kind of sucks for him. But I was also, like, but Frankenstein, you put things together.
1: Right. That's the point.
0: Yeah. So, nowhere was I, like, ah, pitch
1: When she even addresses, she's, like. Yeah. She didn't want to. I'm really sorry. Well, that, but then later, Mm -hmm. she's, like, I really wish that I had not done
0: that. Yeah. So, I thought it was i thought it was funny and handled well um because she did uh get him a bigger uh penis which was hilarious i thought sure,
1: sure. and i the was second just like you know,
0: the second largest because the first largest was just too much too much monster if you will Uh but yeah, people were I just read one of those crazy
1: Halloween novella, you know, mm, those Halloween novellas and yeah. um, that one he had truly a monster dick cuz I was like, "Oh, that doesn't sound like a good time to me."
0: Was that the double one or was that not the double one?
1: It was Seduced by the Pumpkin King. Mm. There was a part where he she was standing and his it was like between her boobs. That just happened in something else that I read.
0: Was she standing in that one, too? I did I not don't, read this. Suit
1: is by the Pumpkin King. I don't know. I just know it was so large. It mm. also has a slithering tongue, similar to uh, oh, the yeah. other one that we read, where he's the able Jack. to, like, lingus, but while standing up. Wow. This isn't relate Anyway. I mean, Angelica would be
0: down. <laughs> she'd be down for it. <laughs> like,
1: that's probably true. She'd do
0: it. I think she'd have a good time. If she could, like, reanimate a pumpkin, <laughs> odds are she would. <laughs> so you heard it here first. Um, I don't even know what kind of, like, like you're a furry, but not, you're like a seedy. You're um, a viney. I think
1: we should move forward. <laughs> I think we should move a this. spicy pumpkin. I realized that I introduced the topic, but I think we should depart. Yeah. We we should move past that departing. now, because I hate that scene. Nearly song. departed. I'm sorry I did name that movie. That's probably too obscure. Home Alone. I
0: what think a lot about the scene
1: where uh, John Candy is telling uh-huh. her about how he left his kid at a funeral home. <laughs> which, yeah. I'm pretty sure that whole scene is improvised. Um, it was, yeah. And Catherine O'Hara is like
0: just staring at so,
1: so, something like you know let's let's move on and he's like well, i mean you you brought it up and she goes i sorry i did
0: <laughs> what a good good movie and scene um what else um so yeah the whole i thought the appended shopping was fun that was fun to me um and I know there were some things that they were like, why would she be discussing this with her brother? And I was like, I don't know.
1: Well, because they, what do you mean like, why? Because they Yeah, to like, they alone. were like,
0: that's like incestuous. I'm like, well, I read enough incest this year <laughs> to not be bothered by that one. The irony <laughs> I is, is didn't see it
1: in the original Frankenstein, Victor, Victor marries his cousin.
0: Oh, his cousin. I was like, what? I mean, cousin, but like. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a question we've had before. How how many like how close in the family tree is a cousin? Like, yeah.
1: I just read um, something else where they married their cousin. I'm pretty sure.
0: Well, the one that we read, they weren't. There was one that they were like very, very distant cousins. I think, but I think their last names were the same, and I was like, that's that's a little too close for me. Like if I know that you're related and have the last name, rather than like two different people with the same last name, but they're not related. These are situations I've never encountered in real life. Just, mm,
1: nope, amusing. I can't myself. Relatable. I don't know. Maybe I was thinking of an unwilling bride, where yeah. they're not actually related, but
0: but they were yeah, both I'm like there. incest.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: uh. Um. What else? Yeah, I mean I
1: thought she did a good job of like Lizzie would tell her things about her brother and she would be like (laughs) stop talking to me right now.
0: Yeah. I mean I I think most people like if they wanted to dip, dipped within the first like two chapters. (laughs) And so they really Which again, I'm not shaming DNF shaming. You DNF whenever you want to DNF. I wish I could more. Um but I just think if they would have kept reading, they maybe would have been, like, a little bit enlightened, a little bit closer to God or Satan (laughs) or Adam.
1: Making some grand statements here.
0: Monster statements.
1: I mean, I do think if you... If, like, the style works for you and you start mm-hmm. it, and you're like, oh, this might be taking two lighthearted things that I don't love. I think that's yeah. one of those things where it gets more serious as it progress- Like It does, yeah. You think they're just kind of like, oh, silly, haha, we're going to build a body point. out of other body parts and reanimate it, and mm-hmm. that's it. When in reality, it's like, yeah, but then he's in, like, chronic terminal Pain. pain. Mm-hmm. And you have the one who's, like, out in the woods and, like, the Mm -hmm. juxtaposition between those two and him wanting to go back and find his old life and, like, all of Mm -hmm. these
0: other... And there's religion in there.
1: The religion is a really big thing.
0: Uh, Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Where it starts off,
1: like... Very flippant, almost. Flippant, yeah. Yeah. And then... It's because Angelica is... Like yeah, well, and Victor, but it mm-hmm. it takes will be like it, yeah. Hey, I am in constant pain and also dying, and you did this to me, right?
0: You claim to love me, but you did this to me, and I also apparently love you. Like I feel like I love you, but also I hurt <laughs> and I'm angry at you. Yeah, it was, again, like just nothing was expected. Like I just did not expect any of those conversations to go where they went and like the plot meanders quite a bit but in like an enjoyable like fulfilling way like you like all these different things were discussed in like different moments cuz then um if you haven't read the book obviously there'll be spoilers but like there are two monsters created or not monster monsters but Victor's one he doesn't really pay much attention to like creating it he just wants like the biggest like parts and to make it very showy because he wants to Upstage this other scientist, and then Angelica wants to like create a husband, and this is their fourth attempt, I think. Um, so like she was like the body of Will, like spoke to her in her mind, kind of like faded. She was like, "Do you want to come back to life?" He's like, "Yes." Um, and so then she like had a connection there, and then Victor was like, "But you gotta like stitch him back together, like, cause he was his body was undamaged, um, so they could have just reanimated him that way, but Victor was like." We've committed this far. Why don't we commit just a bit more by giving him some big muscles and a big? Was it um? Oh, well, no, it wasn't the blacksmiths. It was someone else. No, it, it came
1: from a. They had a collection.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did have a.
1: It was the second largest in their collection. <laughs> it's just so funny.
0: Uh, Yeah, so that happened. So there were two, and then they reanimated Victor's first, and then he kind of just ran off. (laughs) Most notably, he had the hands of Angelica's corpse. And so, because they cut off his arms to make him more muscular. Um, And so there was a ring on that, which ties in later to the plot. So then he's running away, Victor's chasing him, and then Angelica kind of is, like, fending for herself. Like She still has to, like, animate hers. um, And it was, like, lightning and they put him in placenta. I mean, I will say Sally, like, thought of the logistics, and I was like, honestly, if you wish hard enough, it could maybe work. I thought the uh, fix at the end was very inventive. That one, because yeah. I didn't see it Like, I was like, how yeah. are we going to resolve this? Um, and I was like, you know what? Like, if that was possible, <laughs> like, if any of this was possible, I could see
1: that being the correct fix to this. <sighs> Um, if we had stitched together and reanimated bodies And they were alive I could see How a blood transfusion would be yeah. Although we're not even Are they even the same blood type? I mean that is so they had, They're had faded of
0: course But then obviously there's the Adam who is also getting Victor's blood So maybe he's faded there too That's a great question That we don't need to ponder
1: Father help
0: <laughs> Um so yeah they basically have like the their little creations and then angelica's like big on like you are your own person like you have a room but she's also like i want you to dick me down really badly because i'm lonely and you're very attractive um and your your new penis really wants me um that was funny i thought he's like this is not my penis and then it wasn't. And then he's like, but whoever's it was was extremely attracted to you. And I was like, yeah. Again, like nothing. I just didn't anticipate any of it. It was so funny. And then they just yeah. like because then Elizabeth like shows up and she's engaged to Victor. And then they kind of like do their things. There's just like a lot of conversations I mean, you between have the it, Will whole
1: side triangle love triangle. Uh huh. And then there's a love triangle Earth square.
0: Yep, which had me scared at the beginning because I was like, what? I don't want to deal with a love triangle. But I ended up liking Christopher and uh, was it Clara or something Mm. that he ends up with? I thought that was cute. Um, Because, yeah, then they were, like, trying to investigate all the different, like, paths that could have been. Because they didn't know who this guy was, um, Will, like, in his past life. And so they're trying to find, like, who he was. Like There were, like, a few hints and, like, he had, like, a huge fascination with plants. And then there was, like, a little bit of religion. Like, he realized he was religious. And there were a few other things. Um, and then they go to, like, this military academy where she meets the Christopher. He's, like, the – some guy there. And then he's, like, yeah, we just had some – a mili- like, an accident. Some guy died. And then they go visit his widow. And they think it's going to be Will, like, his former – like, his widow. But it wasn't. Um, and then that's how they meet those two. And then they become part of the plot. Like, they're kind of, like, part of the family. Like, by the end – she has a baby, and then like you said, like there's the Mary, the maid, who is like very old, too old to be doing what they're asking her. But then Angelica's is like, "Why don't you just like stop working?" But she said it in a way that was like, "We're kicking you out rather than like you just don't have to work, but we'll still like provide for you."
1: And then that, one that was, was the whole funny, thing. Because the first time I read it, uh, I. I don't know why. I just, like, did not realize until Mary freaked out. I was like, why mm-hmm. is she so yeah. upset? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could take it that way. On the reread, yeah. knowing that Mary was going to respond that way, I yeah. was like, oh, you know what? She was right. It <laughs> does sound like Angelica's, like, Yeah, mm, you're too Me old. Too. You need to leave.
0: Uh-huh. Because she, cause she never said, like, you can stay here. Like, we will provide for you, and, like, you will have a home. But it was just, like, you're just too old, and, like, we got this new younger
1: one like what isn't that nice aren't you happy it up. I also respect that Mary just eats herself out to the woods and stays there yeah. and is like I will be here until she's tormenting the monster she's tormenting Adam y'all and Adam also find like so funny to me because again Frankenstein's creature is known for being like hilariously eloquent mm-hmm. because by the time he shows up he spent months reading like intense history books and paradise Mm -hmm. lost so he shows up and gives these long eloquent speeches about how miserable and lonely he is whereas this creature (laughs) doesn't have the benefit of going and like reading all these books so he doesn't have that but also still manage i mean obviously we're not getting quite as far into the like human versus monster Mm -hmm. like out yeah Yeah, all of that but he does kind of touch on the like why are you a gentleman? Why do you get to live in the mm-hmm. house? Whereas I'm. Yeah. Like living out here with Grammy. Granny. I'm so happy that they also like
0: brought him into the family too. I was so sad for him. I was like, Oh, he's just so alone. And his hands are too. And he's being antagonized by grandma. <laughs> but then he loves her. Cause he's the only family. She's the only family he has. And it was emotional yeah and then there was just what oh, else? No. because I mean by the end you're like they're both monsters or like both creations are like experiencing like they're very cold they don't eat um, their joint seize up they need massages they're not functioning well um, and I think like Will like passes out he has a whole He gets kind of, like, interrogated by this... uh, Was he a priest?
1: Well... Or a father, or whatever. The priest recognizes him. It was the
0: priest, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, because then they go to the place to look if there's any records of him or whatever, and then the priest recognizes him, and then the priest kind of, like, passes out, or he, like, kind of goes a little bit bananas, and then Will, after that, was, like talking to that guy and he's like you have to stay here i know that you're you were dead and but then because the guy was selling bodies so he's not great either and he was like using funds to like give himself all this luxurious like jewelry and marble and all of that um so he's not great and then will kind of passes out which honestly we've learned that when in doubt
1: faint No, full on Will dies. Multiple times.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then after that he dies. He (laughs)
1: dies and she breathes his soul back into him. And then he dies some more times. That does happen. And then they're like, you gotta just let him go. Like, if he comes
0: back. And she's like, but but he's the love of my life. Because at that point, like, they were just so cute. Took baths. Ugh. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, Sally, how we are getting out of this? (laughs) I was like, I don't... I don't know what we're going to do, but then it turns out that Victor in the 11th hour comes in with a pig intestine and a dream Um, (laughs) and fashions a blood transfusion, like, needle
1: Sometimes all you got is the pig intestine and a dream.
0: Yeah. And then Sally's blood is now Will's blood. And we found that Will's real name was Arlo. And that he was the replacement to the yeah. priest. That's why the priest knew him. Um, Arlo was not on my bingo board of names that he was going to have. And I was like, forever he is Will to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say Arlo, not a hot name. It's Part of me Bill. was
0: hoping that came from Frankenstein. So I was like, Sally, what? No. <laughs> no. Arlo. <laughs> like, there's not much saving that. I would prefer to add him <laughs> to Arlo. Because he was also a little virgin, he was a little virgin priest, which I guess makes sense if his name was Arlo. I don't know what Arlos are getting into, but doesn't for sound like many because women. he's a priest. But I mean that too. But I feel like it started with the name. He was destined. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there was a. It's like a surprisingly a hot book for not a lot of detail because like Sally Thorne, I think, does that really well. I've read all of her books that she's published, which I think is four right now she's coming out with a novella um anthology soon with like christina lauren and stuff um she has really perfected the kind of like vague sex scenes where they're not vague you still know what's happening but they're not like crazily explicit um i don't know they like the scene in the hating game it spanned like two chapters but it still wasn't very like concrete but I don't know it it was a really good scene just side note I just love her writing but um in this book they were a little kinky it was funny and he was like I was a good virginal boy (laughs) I've never had my fingers inside a woman and I was like hot (laughs) I was like okay cool because I didn't know I didn't know like I didn't um i didn't know what to expect because i was like i could definitely have seen her just doing this like closed door and like fully like shutting the entire door just sometimes authors transition genres or whatever and that kind of just scares me like i don't know what's gonna happen um so i was pleasantly surprised by the level of detail we got and i thought it was funny that they alluded to 69 and a lot of other things i was like you go you little crazy kids you reanimated corpse (laughs) i will say of
1: like i'm as a catholic will not be reading priest or yeah like
0: Mm -hmm. no
1: shade to anybody who has or does or enjoys like go forth read what you want Mm -hmm. just me personally not a thing i'm interested in reading this one took an interesting Mm -hmm. like take on religion that i thought was handled very well
0: it was definitely... kind of didn't go the way
1: I was expecting, just because Victor was Mm-mm. so, like, we hate the church because they told me to pray and my mom died instead of, like, getting a doctor, valid. Mm-hmm. But then to take that and have the religious character come in and be like, I don't like that he's forcing that on you, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, you should be able to make your own decisions about what you believe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, even Will slash Arlo, but really Will um, – like he just turned to the church because like he didn't really have anything else like his parents right
1: well but I like very that he was cold. Yeah. genuinely like, religious even yeah like it was he a fully very remembered who he was like mm-hmm. it was very he was a interesting person mm-hmm. and it wasn't like oh I just had to become a priest but I actually yeah. hate religion and like yeah you're right it was like I entered the seminary his... at eight it was not something that I really wanted for myself but mm-hmm. he does still pray and like believe in God and want
0: cause I think like his he, friend he died, yeah, I mean his friend had died young, um it has something to do with the plant, like his love for plants or something um, yeah, I just i that was another term where I was like, oh, that's really fascinating how you put him into this like very unreligious family. it to where um Angelica was like scared to tell Victor that uh will was. Religious and or Going to be a priest Um Yeah I just thought it was handled really well I really enjoyed it here I thought it was an interesting conversation And it really like I don't know Sparked some ideas and just Thinking about things (laughs) (laughs) Things
1: Just thinking about things
0: thanks yeah but yeah i just really hope she writes more i just hope that that happens because i'd want to see it because i get so emotional at the end and i'm like but if it didn't have to end i'd be so happy because <laughs> then they have their little cottage and they live oh, and they have a little baby who does not look like will because he's got different <laughs> genetics <laughs> The little dark haired baby boy. I'm like, oh my god. And then like the house was like a character, like because the, the house, like the it, the book starts with like the house being the narrator kind of, um, uh, with like this kind of the spirits of like their parents, um, and then that kind of, that's kind of how it ends too. And for some reason that really got me. I was like, oh, the house. Yeah, I don't know. This book, does it. And again, the narrator was so good. It's a very good audiobook. And I believe it's still on sale on Audible right now. It may not be, but I think it is. Or Chirp or something. I think the audiobook's on sale. If you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I want to listen to the audiobook, you can get it on sale. So there's that. (laughs) I love a good audiobook sale. Hmm but i mean i don't really have much else
1: no nothing yeah. to add i do feel like it's one of those um actually i don't know that i would recommend this to people who love frankenstein unless they are mm. like i enjoyed frankenstein from an academic perspective i don't know that it's necessarily one that i'm like ooh i just want to like dive mm-hmm. back in and reread but like it was an interesting read. Mm-hmm. I think if you're like, I love Frankenstein, but also don't take it too seriously. Yeah, it's tr- it's yeah. giving you know like the Barbie movie ads where they were like, if you love Barbie, this is for yeah. you. If you hate Barbie, this is for that's the vibe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah, you could hate Frankenstein and still have a good time. Oh yeah, because then at the end, Mary's niece is uh, Mary Shelley. Who then writes um kind of a recounting, like well,
1: oh, I think the idea is that she just needs inspiration for her energy. book
0: and just yeah. writes that one <laughs> nature <laughs> honestly, again, I haven't read Frankenstein, but Victor's character he seemed like if he was transported into that world of Frankenstein would also love nature and just love being dramatic in it.
1: Well, he is dramatic, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that was a success. <laughs> just like this book. I don't know. My brain. Um, it is, as of this episode, October 13th. Ooh. Um, And Halloween's on a Tuesday, like we said last time. So Halloween TBR and just spooky things. Uh, we've got Gaywick next week. And then mm-hmm. something. I just got the audiobook for Bewitching by Jill Barnett.
1: There's an audiobook?
0: Yeah, it's audible only. Oh. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And I had apparently got a free copy of the ebook, um, like a while ago. And so I was able to get the audiobook for, um, for seven forty nine. Which was nice. So, um, we'll do that. If it's fun. Most of the reviews I've seen are good. And the narrator sounded pretty good. So I'm excited for that. Um and then after that we've got another old school school that I don't remember off the top of my head. But that gets us through October, which is crazy. I'm currently reading Cherish Reed's first like paranormal horror thing. And you're just making your way downtown through pumpkins, cursed pumpkins,
1: lots of different I've only been on things. one cursed pumpkin so far this year, although I have a couple others up my sleeve.
0: She's got cursed pumpkins up her sleeve, guys. <laughs> got a binder full of cursed pumpkins.
1: Is Halloween your favorite season?
0: Like I mean I love
1: Christmas. I do. Yeah. But I don't love Christmas romances particularly, mm. but I do love mm-hmm. the like paranormal spook spooky but not scary like That's a good yeah. That vein of mm-hmm. like if I'm going to read seasonally, I'm going to read those whereas I'm not I I don't I it's hard for me to find a Christmas romance that I really like.
0: Mhm. I but, do
1: like, agree. I feel cuz you don't you're not a huge Hallmark fan, are you? No.
0: Yeah, and see, I lo- I really enjoy Hallmark, but that's because it's, like, a two-hour max movie, and, like, it's a vibe, but stretching that out for, like, eight hours sometimes is,
1: like, huh? Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, I have read today, as of recording, October 11th, and this month, I finished my 19th book today. Damn. Quite a few are novellas, but...
0: Spooky. Mm -hmm. I know, I've read a lot of novellas, but they haven't really been spooky. They've just been
1: plenty. Um, Well, spooky or paranormal. Some of them are just monster smut, which isn't restricted to October, but... No. I don't really read monster romance outside of that, because it's just not really Mm -hmm. my vibe. But right now, I'm like, yeah, he's a snake demon? All right. (laughs) Sounds spooky to me. (laughs) Slithery little snake. I'm a snake. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, we're gonna go continue reading our Halloween TBRs, and we shall see you next week.
1: Boy, shall we? Ready?
0: (laughs) I'm not ready for this jelly or this gay wig. So, yeah, it'll be a time
1: for sure any parting words yabba dee yabba doo <laughs> you know that's yeah. it that's all I got in me that was a lot in you so <laughs> I'm so glad true. it's out it was really putting a lot of pressure <laughs> I right. needed to be released
0: yeah it was like the way the world was on your shoulders yes and now and I'm finally free she's free guys so with that breaking free. she's soaring she's flying <laughs> There's not a star in heaven that she can't reach.
1: That's so real. (laughs) So true.